Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Speaking of traveling the world, we're here in Manila, Philippines, and at the time of this recording, we're only two days away from my big bit launch event. I'm actually going to be speaking tomorrow at an event. I'm doing a pre-launch, and then I have a, my big book launch on Father's Day. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. It's my fourth book. So if you're just listening to the audio version, I'm going to show all the viewers the the videos and the, the book covers so you gotta watch the videos on youtube as well so my very first book was actually a, a, a comic of uh, my my wife and me and that's the story of how we met proposed and got uh, married and then had our first kid so that was a comic book way back in 2011 and then in 2012 we actually published our first uh, uh comic book about our daughter so that was our first year as parenting and then after that, in 2013, three years in a row, published my book for dads. And that was where I interviewed 100 dads, kind of like what I do now on the podcast, interviewing dads all about uh, their journey and what they've learned. Uh, and then uh, five years later, in 2018, I took a little bit of a break. 2018, published my brand new book all about family travel in South America. It's actually volume one of a seven part series. And uh, it, it gives you some amazing illustrations and amazing facts all about travel in South America, really inspiring kids to uh, travel more, learn language, and uh, you know, uh, learn all about adventure from a young age. So um, those are my books. And now we're gonna be talking with another author. I so love connecting with fellow authors, fellow Canadians, fellow entrepreneurs, and fellow travelers. I, um, our guest today is actually from Canada as well, but he's from the other side of the world. I'm from uh, Vancouver. He's from uh, Toronto area, and we have the joy and pleasure of interviewing our guest, Andre, about his new book. Uh, I'm super excited to uh, learn all about his book and uh, you know his passion for writing. His book's actually called Eddie's Alien Adventure, and it's very unique because it's a kid's book from four to 16. <laughs> yes, that's a big time frame, four to 16. And it's because his book series starts off with the four picture books, then it evolves into a middle grade novel, and then to young adult novels. So what a unique, ingenious way to write a, you know, a kid series. I'm super excited to learn about the process. So Andre, how are you doing over there in beautiful Canada today? Hi, Ricky. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, we have finally nice weather here. <clears throat> Yes, you know, uh, I'm from Vancouver, so I'm used to those gloomy, rainy uh, winters. So I'm always excited to be in sunny blue skies like we have here in Manila. Andre, before we get into your book publishing, uh, why don't we get to know you? Uh, let's hear a little bit about yourself and your story. Uh, well, um, first of all, I'm not Canadian. I'm originally from Sweden, but I live in Toronto with my wife. <clears throat> um, and I came here 10 years ago. To study film production and screenwriting and um, so that's pretty much what I do now I work in film and on the side I try to be to become an author which is easier said than done um, and um, yeah that's that's pretty much it before um, for in Sweden I um, I worked with uh, with Volvo and um, and I thought, like, this is not what I want to do. So, I, uh, I, um, I went to Toronto and studied film and uh, went, met 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 my wife. And uh, so here we are. 
you are indeed. Uh, you know, the best way to you know immigrate is to marry a local, as they say, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, we're, in the, we're in similar boats, so to speak, because uh, I'm from Canada, but my wife's actually Filipino, and oh. one of the reasons we're here is because we're spending time with my wife's parents who live here in the Philippines. So uh, even though we haven't fully immigrated here, we're just going to be here for a few months, uh, but it definitely uh, has its advantages, uh, you know, you know, uh, marrying a local. So uh, t tell us about some of your travels. We love covering travel in the show as well. Obviously, you did a big move from Sweden to Canada, uh, but tell us about some of your travels with uh, your wife and yourself or some solo travels. Where in the world have you been? Well, um, we came back from our honeymoon in Hawaii. Um, last uh, November, um, so that was interesting. Um, although I lost my wedding, uh, wedding ring right away, so, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> um, and uh, then her, uh, her parents live uh, half of the year in Mexico, so we went visit them as well. Uh, other places we visit is, uh, Cuba, Mex yeah, Me Mexico, and of course we have, we've been to Sweden, uh, Denmark, Germany. Uh, we're going to Denmark and Germany and Sweden in, in a couple of months, so that will be in interesting. Um, but uh, my wife would love to do what you're doing, um, but I kind of want to just like go on vacation and come back. Uh, but if it was up to her, she would definitely be doing what you're doing. <laughs> she just loves traveling. Yes, you know, uh, everyone's different at the end of the day. Some people like just a two-week vacation, uh, you know, uh, enjoy it to the max in a hotel and splurge a little bit. And then you come back and you have your creature comforts, your life in the suburbs. Some people don't like life in the suburbs and they want to live constantly on the road and uh you know living with adventure and uh, you know uh taking the local buses and not knowing where you're gonna go and always kind of having surprises and adventure and then there's some people kind of in a hybrid where they want to have a mix of both uh, i would say i kind of lean towards the extreme adventure and my wife's more of the hybrid she likes uh, you know, like staying in a place longer, absorbing it. And I'm like, let's take off countries. I'm, you know, we're at 80 countries, honey. There's 193. We've got to go, go, go. And unless, otherwise, we're not going to hit all the countries, right? So I have to slow down uh, yeah. for the sake of my and uh, she needs to speed up for the sake of me. And we need to find that happy medium. And uh, this is the, the case, obviously, with any couple. Yeah, you know, you have different travel styles and preferences and interests, right? So you somehow make it because you brought up, you brought up that you lost your wedding ring. I think all of our listeners, all of our viewers want to know that story, man. So you can't just leave us hanging, Andre. Tell us the story. <laughs> well, you know, the waves in Hawaii, they're pretty big. And, um, you know, this was the first time uh, I've been to Hawaii, and I love waves. But they're pretty strong, these waves. And uh, they're pretty tall as well. Uh, so... When I dived in there, um, a wave just swept me away and I could feel the ring coming off at the edge of my finger. I tried to grab it, but it just slipped away and the ocean took it. Um, so, um, yeah, my, my wife was, uh, she was on the beach and I, <clears throat> and I made a suggestion to her with my ring finger that I, that I lost it. But she thought I did the the other finger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so I had to explain that. But the, she's, um, yeah, she's she's fine with it. And uh, I just ordered a new one, actually. What a fun, what a, what a fun, a funny story! Thank you for sharing that. I just, I, I would, I wouldn't be able to sleep on if you didn't tell me the whole story. So thank you. <laughs> Let's, let's get into your book. Okay, so uh, tell us about your concept because, as I said in the intro, it's quite unique. Uh, you know, even though I've written multiple books, mine are kind of focused on uh, ones on marriage, ones on family, ones on parenting, ones on family travel, fatherhood. But you, you've kind of created this continuum, a continuum across the ages, literally a decade, a decade of uh, you know uh, reading. Tell us about that. How did you come up with the idea? Firstly, well, I wrote, uh, I wrote the. Um the first four four books, um, the picture books, as a middle grade novel. And then someone told me, you should turn this into um, a picture book. So I found this amazing illustrator, um, Andrew McIntosh, who lives in Australia. <clears throat> and um, he did some samples, and I just loved it. Uh, so, so basically, the... Um, the beginning of my uh, middle grade novel is is the four uh, four uh, picture books. So when we are leaving those four at the end of those four picture books, then the middle grade novel starts. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> he now tr so Eddie, the main character, is now trying to figure out what happened to him. Uh, if it was all just a dream or or did it actually happen? Uh, so he's trying to figure out if his now best friend is an alien. But because they lost connection, <clears throat> um, and and the reason is also that Eddie and his family moves a lot, so um, uh, so the alien can like communicate with him or get back to him. But <clears throat> Eddie doesn't know that, so he's trying to figure out if this was all just a dream or not. Um, and uh, so he's trying to figure out what happened. And then in the young adult, uh, which I just have an outline for, it's going to be like a space adventure. So yeah, that's pretty much what the what the story is gonna gonna be about. Um, so, but we will be we will be meeting most of the characters in these four picture books. Uh, even uh, a love interest later on. Oh, forecasting, forecasting. I, you know, you're definitely a great storyteller. You tease us, you tease us. So I, I look forward to reading these books. Uh, so uh, tell us about, uh, you know, in terms of the writing process. Uh, I love kind of dissecting the process, you know, like, okay, where did you come up with the idea? How did you write it? How are you marketing it? So let's go from the idea to actually the writing process. Uh, how long did it take you to write it? What was your discipline? How did you conquer your writer's block? How did you uh, get your idea onto the keyboard? Okay, I just want to start off with the my default as a writer is I have writer's block as a default. So, um, but wherever I go, I have this little book with me, and I write down like sentence, words, ideas that come to me. Because <clears throat> if I don't do that, I, I'm not going to remember it. Uh, but the book came to life, um, let's see, it's eight years ago now when it came, when it popped into my head. So when I was a child, um, 
it's kind of a sad story, but I didn't have that many friends. And so instead I, I played a lot with my uh, stuffed animals and toys and I made my bed into a spaceship. Uh, so I went on, <coughs> on these adventure with my stuffed animals. Uh, and that's how Eddie came to life. Um, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, so when we first meet Eddie, he's, uh, he's playing with his, uh, his robots and his green toys. But then in the middle of the book, we'll see that it was just an imagination. Uh, but then some strange things start to happen. And um, now, now Eddie don't, doesn't know where his imagination ends and the real world begins. So that's how <clears throat> the idea came to life. Uh, and uh, then, yeah, I, I'll I continue writing it as a middle grade novel. Uh, and uh, hopefully I will finish the, the young adult as well. But for now, for now, I'm focusing <clears throat> on publishing the first two books. And I actually had a have a copy here of the first one. Um, but that's what the Kickstarter is for to create to um, to create the the second book and to um, get them published or printed. So uh, in terms of uh, Kickstarter and uh, crowdfunding, it's obviously a unique way that people can, uh, uh, you know, obviously fund the book or get pre-sales. I actually considered that, but I didn't do it. I think I was just not organized enough. I had so much on my plate. I did a book launch team, a big uh, video trailer, a book launch party coming up, but I had so much stuff uh, going on, I didn't have a chance to do a Kickstarter. So I'm curious to know about... Uh, uh, you know, the, you know what made you decide? Because not every author uh, chooses that route or route, uh, but you did. Why did you choose the Kickstarter route? Um, I'm actually not sure. Um, it just uh, some people told me you should do Kickstarter. Some people told me you should go the uh, you should just publish yourself. And some people told me to go with the traditional way. But um, I looked up uh, Kickstarter, and I have I have backed I think fifteen Kickstarters, and I, I like I like Kickstarter, so um, so I went with Kickstarter. But I did not know what I was getting myself into. Uh, to launch a Kickstarter is much harder than you think. You have to do a lot of pre work. Uh, I did some. I could have done a lot more, and also. I could have done this last year, uh, but I thought I wasn't ready. Uh, but the thing is, you will never be ready. Like you just have to go out there and uh, and, uh, and and learn and just try to try to do some some pre work to figure out. Uh, like so, the pre launch will maybe should be like two months to get you an audience. Um, my pre launch was a month. Um, and I got some uh, some audience that got interested in it. Um, and uh, then when I launched, um, I kind of, yeah, I've, I almost got to 30% right away. But then it slowly keeps uh, going down. So now I'm halfway through, and uh, I have... I've funded like I think forty five percent right now, uh, but if I 
if I would have done this again, then I would have done it a little bit different. But but now I know. And I think the only way for you to figure that out is just to throw yourself out there. Um, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. With anything in life, uh, you know, that uh, you throw yourself out there, you make your mistakes, you fail, get back up and improve on what you've, uh, you know, uh, messed up on. So, yeah. uh, you know, because, uh, you know, the, a lot of listeners of yours haven't done Kickstarter yet, tell us about some of the mistakes you made because I think we can really learn from both the successes but also the failures and the struggles, the challenges. So uh, you said you made mistakes and you said you would do it differently. So help us avoid the mistakes you made. Well, um Let's. I should have cont uh, contacted uh, bloggers way earlier than, because that's what um, I think I contacted you a couple of days ago, um, and uh, you. I think you were the only one that was interested in in actually <laughs> doing this. Um, but I got back a, a lot of replies that um, the book looked awesome. It's like a kind of a short of a. Time time span, uh, so so that that was something I would definitely do different. Just contact uh, uh, bloggers way earlier. Um, something else is create your uh, your Kickstarter campaign on Facebook way in advance, and try to post. Uh, well, they, they tell they tell me that I should post every day on Kickstarter, Instagram, and Twitter. I have never used Instagram or Twitter before, so I I got to learn those things. I still don't do it every day, but when I do it, it's something uh, like concrete. It's just not like some uh, some hello, we reached this much, blah blah blah. But uh, I'm trying to do uh, a bit more media post on uh, on my social media um so that's something i would uh, do differently as well to learn the hashtags and twitter and instagram and what it all means and how it all works um, um i just recently um, figured out how hashtag works <laughs> um also what else can i say um, yeah, you should probably invest some money in, or maybe have a team that helps you. Because as a one-man band, uh, it's not going to work that great. Um, like, you, you probably need to have one or two people behind you that helps you with your social media and what you need to do. Uh, and, yeah, just basically help you spread the word. Um, also, uh, talk to your friends way in advance and tell them, like, this is how much the tier is going to cost. Can you back me up at this point? Um, so that's something I would have done differently as well to get all my friends more involved into it and, and help them uh, or, yeah, so they could, they could back me up right from the start, which most of them, most of them did. And what I've heard is if you raise 25 to 30% right from the start, then you have a, a bigger chance of succeeding on Kickstarter. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, those are some solid tips. I mean, you've raised over two grand, so good on you, man. I mean, I, I uh, you know, the fact that you've raised like twenty five hundred uh, U.S. Uh, not just Canadian, you know, that's way more than Canadian dollars, right? <laughs> so the fact that you're raising uh, twenty five hundred U.S. thousand five hundred Canadian dollars right now. There you go. There you go. That is the conversion. So yeah, I just wanted to uh, kind of congratulate you so far, and obviously you still have a ways to go before you meet your goal there. So good on you so far. Uh, so I want to know more about the actual process of working with your illustrator. I had a chance to look at your uh, book and also look at your uh, video trailer and look at some of the animation. It's actually really phenomenally well done. Uh, so tell us about, um, you know, how did you connect with your illustrator and how was the process like? Like, did you give him just the text or did you give him a vision of what you wanted per page? And then did you go back and forth with the revisions? Uh, tell us about the process of working with the illustrator. Okay, so I um, I just Googled him. Uh, well, I Googled finding illustrators, uh, and he came across. Uh, so I contacted him, and um, I sent him the um, the middle grade novel, and he loved the book. Um, so uh, right from right from the start, we clicked. Like um, he knows exactly what I want. Um, so when he did the first two pages, it was dead on. It was dead on. Uh, I, I basically didn't have to give him any feedback. Like, but you know, because uh, I wrote 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 it as a middle grade novel, he had a lot of text to work with. <clears throat> so I had a lot of info, uh, which made it a lot uh, more easier for him. Um, but then when we started actually creating the first book. Um, I created um, uh, a couple of pictures like I was drawing. And I'm a terrible drawer. So uh, I created, I think, 32 pictures. And uh, from that, he kind of took what I was going for. And uh, it just, it just, yeah, it worked really well. Um, it was a couple of feedbacks here and there, but um, I, I'm, I'm really lucky to find this illustrator, uh, Andrew McIntosh. Um, and um, yeah, and now we're working on uh, the second, second book. Uh, yeah. Awesome, uh, you know, shout out to Andrew. Great job over there, Ozzy, 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 for doing an amazing job uh, on this uh, kid's book in terms of illustrations. Uh, so um, in terms of uh, your advice or tips, um, for people who want to do a kid's book for the first time, uh, now that you've done it and you're already on your way to doing two and three and four and more, uh, you've obviously learned a lot. Uh, so what advice would you give to someone who's maybe thinking of writing a kid's book or is just launching one? You know, What advice would you give to that person? Yeah. Um, good question. Um, so wherever I go, I tell them like, oh, I, I work in the film industry and I also write kid books. And everyone says they want to write a kid's book. Uh, and I think if you have a story to tell, uh, then it's going to work. Uh, just write it down. Um, start get, um, getting it out there. Get feedback from people. Um, but don't get feedback from loved ones. Get feedback from people you don't know. Um, and, uh, and also, finding an illustrator is not the usual route to go. That's usually, 
uh, well, if you go in, I guess, self-publishing, you can uh, you can find your own illustrator. But if you want to go the, um, the regular route, then the, the publisher is going to find you an illustrator. And uh, they usually don't want the writer and the illustrator to, uh, uh, to already be picked. So, because what could happen is if you write something and you have an illustrator with you and you turn in the book, Maybe they just like the illustrations, but not the writing, or vice versa. So, um, but if you want to go and like publish it yourself, of course, you should find your your own illustrator and pay him pay him well. Um, if he's good, pay him well. Um, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I have to say about that. I think. Um, yeah tell us about your vision for your future so you are uh, you know obviously in the midst of your campaign you got a few more uh, books to go uh, what kind of time frame and you know tell us a little bit more about the vision in terms of the books and uh, you know what kind of future projects do yeah so what what's happening right now is if this goes away um, I'm gonna uh, print these two books uh, see if a publisher want to pick it up. If not, um, I'm just going to continue with uh, self-publishing it. Uh, so that means uh, I might have to do another Kickstarter to raise money for the two other books. Um, also, I had two people, they approached me, they wanted to make a game out of my book. A video game so we'll see what happens there um, the um, they have actually sent me a couple of uh, screenshots and how it could look like uh, so that's kind of interesting um, I did not know that was gonna happen um, so that might happen sooner than I think uh, uh, but still, we're, we're in the process of talking about it uh, right now. Uh, but they love the artwork. And because as, as tears, I have these, um, uh, I can show you here, uh, like a 3D model of my characters. Uh, so I already have this uh, in digital file. So for the game, that's perfect. Oh, they told me I already have a lot of the work already done with these 3D characters. Uh, so we'll see. Well, we'll see if uh, anything comes out of it. Uh, but my focus right now is on book one and two. And uh, if that succeeds, then uh, I will be um, starting starting uh, or may take Andrew to um, to illustrate the book three and four as well. Well, I know it will succeed, so I look forward to all of those books coming out. Uh, you know, I'm uh, forecasting it, uh, claiming it, and uh, you know, declaring it to the universe and to the Kickstarter world that you know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, I hope so. Andre, uh, yeah, it will happen. So, Andre, to end off here, um, how can people connect with you? Uh, they might have some questions about the whole kids uh, book author. Uh, kind of uh, journey. They might have some uh, questions about the book. They might want to fund your campaign, and yeah. uh, of course, they want to buy the book. How can they do that? Okay. 
so right now, if um, they can go into, so the Kickstarter is uh, it's gonna be for another two weeks, and uh, they can just go into Kickstarter and search for um, Eddie's Alien Adventure, um, and they can also find me on Facebook. So they can also search for Eddie's Alien Adventure. Um, and um, they can also search for my name, uh, my author name, which is Andre CW. They could uh, contact me there as well. Um, but um, I guess I'll, I'll send you some links and, uh, and you can uh, uh, post it as well somewhere. I will. I will. I'll post those everywhere. Uh, okay. They'll be right on the YouTube. Um, they'll be in the YouTube description. They'll be on uh, iTunes and uh, podcast directories. They'll be on social media. Uh, so yeah, uh, Andre. Uh, you know, as a fellow kids uh, book uh, author, wanted to wish you the best. We are tight knit community. We are here to support and encourage and you know uh, you know root for each other. So all the best, my friend, and thanks for being on the show here. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. And uh, make sure you grab a copy of uh, Andrew and Andre's amazing uh, book and check out on Andrew's amazing illustrations. And of course, while you're at it, make sure you grab a copy of my kid's book too. If you have kids and you want to travel around the world, uh, this is a great uh, book to inspire adventure and travel in kids from a young age. Uh, so uh, thank you, everyone. If you are an author out there in Cyberland or in uh, the podcast land, reach out. I'd love to uh, also feature you on our show. We love uh, featuring authors, entrepreneurs, internet marketers, world travelers, digital nomads, and all of the above. So thank you, everyone. And we'll catch up with you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we not only teach you how to uh, make money while traveling the world, but even how to publish your own kid's book.